Welcome back to Pipe and Pop, where we have heated debates and steaming mugs of tea. I'm Ellie. And I'm Jacob. Today we are having Zen tea and talking about The Office. Okay, this is really good. What are we having right now? So this is Tazo's Zen tea, which is a, a green tea with lemongrass and spearmint. It's Ooh. one of my favorite teas, actually, I think. It's really? actually like a very nice blend. I like it. Yeah, I do think, and I think the name captures the spirit of the tea well. It's like Zen sums this up very well. And I think it's, they describe it as like a harmonious blend. And I would agree with that statement. I think it's good. I like it. It kind of, it reminds me of the Celestial Seasonings Sleepy Time. Oh, I can see that. But it's caffeinated, right? I think it's the spearmint. Yeah, it's that like mintiness. Yeah. I, I like it. That's good. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. I I added too much sugar to mine today. Um, I normally just add, like, a little bit of sugar, and I, like, tasted it while the tea bag was still in it, and I was like, oh, it's, like, it's a little too strong. Let me add a little more sugar, and then I added too much, and now it's too sweet, and it's, like, kind of um, syrupy. Yeah. That can... I think that's one of the biggest things that can change a tea that people don't think about. Mm-hmm. Like... Sometimes I'll just be really absent-minded, and I'll be putting in sugar, and then I'm like, whoa. Yeah, right. Oh, I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I'll be doing a sleepy time tea, and I'll put in sugar, and then I'll be like, why did I do that? Like, I'm trying to get to sleep. I don't want to be adding sugar in. Yeah. I don't know. Do you ever take your mint teas with milk? Sometimes. I don't know if this one would stand up well. I don't think it would. Because I think it's part of the appeal of it is that it is a little bit, like... It has that, like, freshness, that zing of lemongrass in it. That's very, like, clean and crisp and light. And I don't think milk would pair well with it. I love lemongrass. Like, I just Me love too. the concept of lemongrass. Yeah. Because it it just sounds very pure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, when it I does, say lemongrass, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I kind of feel like a Pokemon or, like, an old grandma <laughs> in, in, like, Harvest Moon or something being yes. like, have some lemongrass. It really does feel that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I would give this, I'd, I'd give this four tea bags. I would too. I normally, um, would give it more if I didn't have too much sugar. It's like skewing my perception because I yeah. normally am a big fan of this tea. It's one of my faves. Um, but I think it's unfair of me to just say like, oh, I've had it before. I know what it is because I'm tasting it right now and it's like pretty good. I will say this podcast has made me branch out in my teas. Yeah, it's more than just green tea or black tea. Yeah. Yeah, which this yeah. is a green tea. This is a green tea. It's like so, green tea with <laughs> some zing to it. Here's something I do with my green tea that dear listeners may want to try out and you may want to try mm-hmm. out. Please so, say more. I've shared my tea anecdotes from camp before. This is my favorite one. So one day, I was like the third day of camp, right? We're exhausted. I'm like, I just need to pick me up. We're in the canteen. I grab a tea bag, and like I said, exhausted, I just put it right into my water bottle, mm-hmm. which had ice in it. Oh. So it's not gonna, it's not gonna you brew. Turn it into tea. It's not gonna stay. Right. <laughs> but throughout the day, it was like water, but with like a hint of some green tea, huh. and it gave me a little jolt. Ooh, and I have okay. become an addict ever since. Interesting. So like you wouldn't expect it, but you just put putting a green tea bag, put a green and ice tea water? bag into ice water. Huh. Come back in five ten minutes, and then the rest of the day, it's just like a little energy. It makes your water like huh. sometimes you know, like water slaps, but sometimes it's just water. Right. Sometimes you want a little extra flavor. Mm-hmm. That green tea gives you that. 
It's, it's surprising. I'm going to have to try that. It's that's, good. That's, yeah. that's a life hack for you. That sure is. That's, I do love me a life hack. <laughs> that's free of charge for you right there. <laughs> I wish you would charge me, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you should make me tea, but we already it did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> We're well past that. We are, we are beyond that point. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you want to take a break and then get into the office today? Let's do it. So we're talking about the office today. Yes. What about the office are we debating? We are going to talk about the best cold open mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about the best episode in general. Perfect. Because to me, the cold open is separate from the episode. Right. Most it's of the time. Usually, it's just a totally separate thing. Yeah. yeah and sometimes so, it'll play in, but... And sometimes it works out that, like, the best episodes plot-wise also have great cold opens, like the one I chose does. Oh. But I do think that there is a difference between the best cold open and the best episode. Yes. Itself. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. They are two very different distinctions. They are. Yeah. They really are. So, in my opinion, the best cold open comes from the costume contest episode. Okay. And this is the cold open where they're trying to figure out what is the limit to what Stanley will notice. Yes. Yes. So a wonderful cold open. <laughs> it starts out where Jim is by Stanley's desk, he sets down his mug of orange juice, Stanley takes a drink of it and doesn't notice that it's not his hot coffee. So they start pushing the limits and here's a list of everything Stanley does not notice. Shirtless Andy. Uh, Kevin pretending to be Phyllis. The meeting where everybody is facing backwards and they discuss the sales on the planet Jupiter being up 300%. Michael wearing buck teeth. Michael's weird cat puppet thing. Pam with a mustache and a Shetland pony. (laughs) Here's what Stanley does notice. The clock is five minutes slow, and he needs to go home. I love this cold open. So good. It's so funny. And I think Stanley is one of the funniest characters that they just don't... Yeah. Like, they just don't tap into that as often. You're right. They, I feel like they need to utilize Stanley more. He has, like, mm-hmm. an interesting character that he's just so anti-work in a yes. show about work. Yes. It's like... It's so... And we've all had co-workers like that or been that co-worker. Yep. I mean, that was me at my grocery store job. <laughs> I was like, um, that clock is five minutes slow. I'm actually... I need to check out. Yeah, right I actually now. gotta go. Yeah, I actually gotta go. <laughs> if someone came up to my register and my light was off, I was like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, like, And my sorry, boss would ma'am. be like, you have to, like, let them in. I'd be like, well, my light was off, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Um, So, okay, what about you? What do you think is the best cold open? For me, I think the best cold open, I can't say, I don't know which episode it's from. Sorry, I didn't do my research well enough. It's fine. But (laughs) (laughs) it's the cold open where um, Michael does not realize that Toby is back. Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, iconic! When they go, there, there's a party in the break room, and they're getting brownies, and <laughs> Kelly says, oh, I'm just gonna bring one back to Toby. And Michael's like, what do you mean? That's, you goofball. <laughs> what do you mean bring one back to Toby's in Costa Rica, you buffoon? <laughs> and Jim realizes... Oh, you don't know Toby's back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's that's the no God no, right? Yes, that's when oh, he finally gets back goodness. there and is like, good break, Jim. You got me to go back to the annex. whoop de doo <laughs> And then Toby rounds the corner and he goes, no! Please come, no! 
I will give you that that is probably Beautiful. one of the most iconic yes. parts. And that's definitely my favorite gif. Yes, for sure. From The Office. So that is Very a funny gifable. one. That is true. I will say, I like that intro. I like that cold open a lot. But... All it really has going for it is the no God please no. That's it's true. It's not it's, as consistently funny as the what will Stanley notice. The beauty of it, I think, is how it builds to that and how it like that's it's, true. It starts out as just like a common like they're grabbing brownies from the break room and yeah. there's you know a couple jokes about like Dwight makes a comment about how unhealthy they are and then they're like that's well I'm just true. preaching. Like there are a few jokes in there that are good and then it just gets the thing that is so good about it is Steve Carell plays it so well. He does. Like his acting is so good throughout <laughs> the whole thing and that's what I think the highlight of that cold open is. I do think it's funny that he goes to the back Mm-hmm. And he's like, great prank, Jim. You got me to go to the back. Mm-hmm. Because I think it does say something about Michael's character that he realized Jim was pranking him and yeah. he still went he back He still there. did it anyway. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, this was the whole prank that you got me to go to the back. Okay. And uh-huh. then he turns and sees Toby. That yes. is very funny. That That's true. I do. I will say, though, I think... The costume contest one with Stanley is a little bit more consistently funny. And it's so packed in. There's, like, there's so, so much that happens much. in and that short time. I'm yeah. sure that there's stuff I missed. I mean, that list of things he noticed was just, like, off the top of my head. I'm sure there's something crazy, like, somebody's computer screen was Oh, yeah, weirder. they put, like, a, a like cardboard right. over his computer. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that was funny, too. <laughs> it just shows how little work he does. Yes. I just love this one because... First of all, it's just... I mean, what does that say about that office that not only does Stanley not do so much work that he doesn't notice Mm -hmm. when they put the box over, but also how little work the entire office does, (laughs) that they got the entire office in on this joke. They had wigs. Like, (laughs) Kevin was wearing, like, a Phyllis wig. (laughs) And... It just, they called a meeting to be like, sales on the planet of Jupiter are up. It just, <laughs> yes, it's just even so, Michael got in on yeah. it, and everybody was, like, facing backwards, and, like, it Where, was, Yes, where did Dwight get the pony? <laughs> I mean, what? It's so funny, and it just, I think it just says so much about just, like, the playful nature of the show. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it a lot. You know what? I think I will give you this one. I yay! think you convinced me on this. Oh, I do yay. think this is the better cold open. The superior cold open. What I will say, though, I do think it is kind of... I'm not going to say disgraceful. Because oh. I also didn't do this. But neither of us picked the fire drill cold open. Okay. I didn't pick this one because I have a very specific problem with it. Oh, tell me what it is. I hate two-part episodes. Oh, interesting. I That's, can't stand them. Yeah. I don't, you know, not that I wasn't planning on watching a full hour of The Office anyway, Mm -hmm. but I have to invest a full hour on just one plot line, Mm -hmm. or, yeah, like, a full two episodes on just one plot line. I don't like them. And there was a while there in that one season where they did, like, three... There's a lot of two-parters. Like, Lecture Circus, Stress Relief, Crime Aid. Yeah. There's a lot of just two parts. So, I didn't pick that one. Also... It's a very long one. It is very long. It's it lasts a long time. It's not like a time. cold open. It's like a full plot it's, point. Yeah, and it's, it leads into the rest of right. the plot of the To episode. me, yeah. cold open 
And I know that this isn't true, but to me, cold open implies, like, it's different from the rest of the episode. It's right. just, like, a fun little thing that they're not going to come back to. Right. It's just a funny script. Yeah. And while the fire drill is funny, I would almost consider that more of the episode itself. Yes. It just kind than... of starts out with, like, yeah. the episode. So you would but, say that it's not a cold open. It's oh a my God. fiery Shut open. Up. Oh, <laughs> My god. Okay, I can't do that. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. (laughs) So, in your opinion, what is the best episode? So, I believe the best episode of The Office is safety training. Safety training? That's the episode where they go to the warehouse and Daryl is explaining to them how dangerous the Baylor is. Yes! <laughs> and Michael yes! gets all in his feelings oh when he gives his my presentation. Gosh. And Daryl doesn't respect it at all. Yes, this is a really iconic one. Yeah. This is the one where they bet, right? Yeah, this is the one where they have I the bets. I love this one. Yes. yes. And then this is Dwight, you ignorant. <laughs> yes, when Michael's standing on the roof giving oh. his whole performance. Yes. <laughs> Depression, isn't that just a word for feeling <laughs> bummed out? Dwight, you ignorant slut. That's so funny. Okay, so did you know that that's a reference to Steve Carell's SNL days? I knew it was SNL. I did not realize it was Steve Carell. So that was... Well, maybe it's not Steve Carell's SNL days. Uh, I'm going to sound ignorant now. (laughs) I don't know for sure. But when... So that was a thing on SNL. That was Bill Murray Mm -hmm. would say that to Jane on Weekend Update. Yeah. That was like the original Weekend Update running joke. Uh Uh-huh. So... I assumed it was Steve Carell's days. Now I don't actually know when he was on SNL. I don't think I do either. Oh, well. We'll, well. figure it out later. <laughs> oh, well. This is a very well-researched podcast. Yes, so Nothing well-researched. but the finest of research for our, like, five listeners. So long making the list of all of the different things Stanley didn't notice that I forgot to look up when Steve Carell was on. Although, to be fair, I didn't know you were going to say that one, but... It's true. So... Tell me what you like about this episode. I think this is a great episode for many a reason. I think... Okay. <laughs> period. End of the sentence. Argument one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh. I think it's uh, just the way Michael shows off just how... I don't even know the words to describe Michael. It shows off Michael's character very well. It does. The fact that he was so in his feelings that Daryl didn't even... I don't think Daryl even made a comment of, like... I think he said... Or something like, well, like, depression doesn't kill you as much as... Or, like, none of these things are not as as dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, all the... Like, a bailer could actually, like, physically maim you. Whereas, you know, your eyes hurt from looking at a screen too long. (laughs) Like, you're good. Yeah. Like... And Michael got so in his feelings about that because he needed to be loved by everybody. Oh, yes. That he made a whole demonstration where he tries to jump off the roof and the first time he tries, he just sets a trampoline on the ground. Yes! And figures he'll be fine. They test him with a watermelon and it smashes on someone's car. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that where he's like, check that that's not Stanley's car? <laughs> yes. If it is, get a lawyer that works at hate crimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. I also think this is the episode... With one of my favorite lines where they're, like, talking about, take, you know, about ten minutes every hour. Mm-hmm. And Michael's like, man, that really adds up. That's, like, 30 minutes every hour. And Daryl's like, take them at the same time. <laughs> it just shows how 
much Michael lacks in critical thinking yes, skills. He just does not process things correctly. No. Yeah. And the fact that he also, in addition to making the demonstration where he was going to jump off the roof, decides he's going to jump, like, 50 feet away off a roof onto a children's bouncy castle <laughs> and be fine. Yeah. And Pam and Jim realize and are like, no, Michael, <laughs> yeah, no. no. That's not going to end yeah, well. no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is funny. The- and then... In addition to the great, like, primary plot of that, yes. there's also the great subplot of everyone taking turns betting on yes. everything from how many jelly beans are in the jar at Pam's desk to how many times um, Kelly says the word like or awesome yes. while describing That's a Netflix a cue, how many rom-coms she, like, how many rom-coms mentions. She mentions. If Creed will notice when they swap his apple with, <laughs> with a, a potato. potato. Yeah. That's, yes, I forgot about that. That's so funny. And then it goes too far, and Michael's up on the roof, and Kevin's like, I bet, like, $10. Still. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It's but actually real. Yeah. Yes. It was so... That's a funny episode. I will give you that. I had forgotten how funny that episode was. Yeah. What season is that? Do you know? I think that's season three. Really? That seems... That's early. It is early. But that I makes sense. I think it's one of the later ones in season three. Okay. Because, yeah, I was like... Which I think he, is when the show really started Polly. hitting its stride. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That's a funny one. And I have a mug that says, Dwight, you ignorant slut. Yes. And it's one of my favorite mugs. It's very good. It's funny. It's I just can't, a funny line. It's just it's, a funny line. Yeah. It just his delivery is really funny. Just the dry... And the fact that I love that he he does the whole speech the first time and then realizes, oh, the warehouse people aren't here. Dwight, that's the whole point. Yes, go get them. Go and get then does them. the same speech again. <laughs> the exact again. same thing. And then Jim gives that line about the might take my parents for the matinee yeah, or something. Yeah, like I the first that. performance, they kind of had to find their footing, but they really got it in the second act. Like <laughs> Another funny part is when... Um, Dwight is trying to get everybody to go outside and they're like <laughs> razzing yes. him about like the weather. Yeah. Like, am I gonna need to bring my coat? And he's like, Really, it's a beautiful day. It's well, I'm too warm for a long sleeve yeah. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that is a funny one. And it's it's just little moments like that that I think make this show really, really funny. Yes, I agree. So, okay, I will give you that that is a fantastic episode. Thank you. But I do not think it is the best episode. Ooh. Alright, which one do you think is the best episode? Money. Money. I can't say I even remember the plot to money. So, money is when Jim and Pam spend the night at Shroot Farms. Oh, okay. And yes. Michael yeah. gets a part time job because he and Jan <laughs> are having money issues. Yes, okay. And then at that's the right. end, he realizes his debt is so bad, he just decides to take a train and she has to talk him down <laughs> yes. off of the train. Okay, yeah. So, I will give this. Another credit that it has one of my favorite cold opens. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. not my favorite cold open, but it has the Devil Wears Prada cold open. I almost picked that as one of my, my favorite really? cold open. I almost did. It's so funny. It's so good. I love it mainly just because I love that movie. Yes. And also because, of course, Michael relates to Meryl <laughs> Streep's character. Of course he does. Because he's so not her character, but he so wants he to wants be. He wants to so desperately. He wants to be that boss. Yeah, the he boss that everyone fears and fears loves. Fears and loves. And respects, and, yeah. Yes, but he's not. And so my personal connection to this one is when he goes, get me Armani on the phone or whatever, and then he's like, too slow, you're not going to Paris. So, yes. my best friend and I both love The Office, and we went to Paris together um, 
a few years ago. And so when we were getting our class rings, you can get your class ring engraved. And so we decided we would engrave each other's rings, and that's what she got engraved onto my class ring. You're not going you're not to going Paris. To Paris. <laughs> so forevermore, my class ring says you're not going to Paris on it. <laughs> and then I love at the end when he's like, um... He calls Pam the wrong name, and then she realizes it's Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. And she's just like, he's going to try to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. So, that's just the cold open, and I love that one. But, this is the, do you remember the themes of the rooms? Oh, there was like, America, Irrigation, and, uh... Nighttime. Nighttime. <laughs> nighttime. <laughs> Which is funny itself. Dwight reads them Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. As a bedtime story, Moe's is there. Um, Michael Cher plays Moe's. It's yes. so funny. And then there's this whole other subplot with Michael's um, part-time job. Mm-hmm. And I love this, too, because I think it says a lot about Michael's character. Mm-hmm. So one thing that they talk about on the Office Ladies podcast a lot is how when they were making this show into the American version rather than the UK version, one mm-hmm. thing that they made really clear was that um, in the UK, pe- like, people just don't lose their job really as much as they do in mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. But, like, in America, it's like, if you're slacking, you're going to lose your job. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you need to be able to show that Michael has some ability right. to do his job well. So I like this a lot because you really see how he does sales, how he connects uh-huh. with people and all that. But then he's at this, like, telemarketer place. Yeah. And they're like, you got to stick to the script. And he's on the phone like, well, I don't know why they benched Johnny. You know, it sounds like he's got a lot of potential. (laughs) You also get to see him as a worker rather than as the boss. And, like, connecting with people Mm -hmm. and all this. I just, I love that subplot. And then there's the parallel moments between Michael and Jan having a really sweet moment on the train Yes. When she's like, when I was in a rough place, you were there for me. You were the only person that was there for me. And it's mm-hmm. these two, like, ridiculous characters, and you see why they work together. Yeah. And then there's also this really sweet moment between Jim and Pam and Dwight. This oh, is the iconic the, yes. stairwell scene. And it's a great Jim and Dwight friendship moment mm-hmm. because he's, like, Jim is comforting Dwight by sharing his own experiences. But it's also a really sweet Jim and Pam moment Mm -hmm. because he's describing how much he loves her and all that and he gets back upstairs and there's the iconic kiss Mm -hmm. that I think ended up being in the intro for a while and he's like Jim's just really passionate about Italian food and he's like yeah I think I'm in love with Italian food and it's like it's sweet so to me this episode has everything it's got iconic lines like I'm running away from my responsibilities and it feels so good mm-hmm. it's got sweet moments it's got Moe's it's got Jim and Pam <laughs> moments it's got Dwight moments I mean this mm-hmm. episode just has it all this episode has everything everything <laughs> the password is <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay I will say I forgot about a lot of that episode I like yeah. when you said money I was like uh, which one <laughs> but that is a very good episode. I also, is this the same episode where something like he had to like make a PowerPoint presentation and he like hadn't even booted it up yet? I don't think it is. I think that's a Wait. later one, but it revolves around his other job. Oh my gosh! I totally forgot! This mm-hmm. absolutely is the PowerPoint! Yeah! I can't <laughs> believe I forgot that. That is such an iconic part. Okay, so 
Um, shout out to our mom who's an English teacher. My favorite thing <laughs> to joke with her about is the whom. Why it used me as an object. Yeah. Whom is used as an object in the sentence. I totally forgot that this was the PowerPoint one. Because then at the end, Oscar makes the PowerPoint mm-hmm. of the needs, the things that are like, um, you know, magazines and all that. And then things nobody should want to buy. And that's by far the biggest column. Mm -hmm. That Michael just spends so much money on random stuff and goes, like, deep into debt over (laughs) it. Like, of course he does. But, yes, I love the PowerPoint part of this, too. That whole scene, again, plays into the dynamic of The Office. Yes, very much so. Well, I don't know. I've just become more entrenched into my own idea. I really, I really love this episode. I will say, I I do think it is a very good episode. I think at Shrew Farms is just one of the sweetest, like, Jim, Pam, and Dwight yes. moments while they're yes. there, like, spending the night. And it's like, Jim is, like, kind of razzing him the whole time, but, like, in a sweet, like, yeah. older brother kind of way. It's, yes. like, very, very pure. And it's it's very nice to see them in that kind of relationship. I think that is one of the best parts about that episode. For sure. I think this episode in general, like, it's got that perfect blend that I think makes the show so endearing of really funny moments, but also really, really sweet moments, Mm -hmm. and, like, really good characterization. Yeah. So, I really like it. I also really like, uh, what, safety Safety training. training. Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot how funny that one is. I think the betting thing. Yes, the betting is really what, like, sets it off, is, like, because the main storyline is good. It's very funny. Uh Uh-huh. Especially, you know, like, the whole, just Michael showing his true colors of who he is as a person. Yes. The whole scene is so funny with him on the rooftop, Mm -hmm. but really what makes it such a good episode is that beast plot of the, like, everyone taking bets on each other. It's very reminiscent of the Office Olympics. Yes. Like, just that playfulness. Yeah, very much so. It's just, like goofing around yeah. like yeah which is i, I think I when it's at its best episode. yes for sure and the introducing the reoccurring um bailer yes Be- it, i mean that lasts literally until the finale it does when yeah he's like, can i can i use the bailer can i finally <laughs> use the bailer yeah it's so funny so well i don't know i don't know i don't want to concede i don't also don't want to concede i can recognize I do, you, you know what? a good episode. You know what? What? I'll give it to you this time. Oh my gosh, really? Yes. Wait, but you gave me the cold open too, so now I feel bad. No, I think, honestly, <laughs> I will tell you this, I feel like you are a biggest off, bigger Office fan than I am. That's true. And so I am honestly like, I think safety training is my one of my, probably my favorite episode. Yeah. I think yes. it's the best episode. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like... I don't know. I'm not as big of an Office fan as you are. I think you okay. have such more of a, a love for it than I do. I do. So I think you argued your points better than I did. And I think you, you you gave good reasons for why your episode is superior. I used my textual support. You sure did. You have a list. <laughs> I have a list. You have a list. I have a long list. You have bullet points written down <laughs> in a notebook. I have my weak, feeble memory. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you did a really good job arguing well, off of your, uh, just off the cuff. Um, <laughs> we'll see how the Brooklyn Nine-Nine debate goes down, because I Ooh. think it's going to be the same thing. I think you're a bigger Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan than me. That's I, fair, I yeah. I have ever rewatched it. Oh, I've rewatched it a couple times, so, yeah. We'll see how so, that goes, but... It'll be interesting. Is that going to be next week? I think that should I be... I think that should be next week. I think so. Let's do it. Let's Why do not? it. Let's do All it. Right. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is next. Oh my Cold gosh. open and then favorite episode? Of course. Same Let's structure. 
Yeah. Same I love ground it. rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to listen to us talk about tea and, and office episodes. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to Piping Hot. <laughs>